Well, Naismith's got us playing Hearts Are Back and playing Total Liquid Football, but it's all a little too late. My name is Jarvey and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Cameron, Hammy and Simon. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. How are we doing, boys? Um, at least we can sing We're Going to Europe in July again, eh? <laughs> Let's not get our hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, even if it is literally just for one game before we get punted out by some Slovakian outfit you've never heard of before. But technically, we'll be going to Europe in July. Uh, and Cameron, you're back. Um, uh, you're so sore. You're so sore from Nielsen's departure, are you? Shocking. Shocker, absolutely shocking. Coming yeah. for a man like that. You've not been to a game since, have you? No, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was exactly the reason, actually. I just couldn't, couldn't quite face it. So uh, that, that and the cheesy bean pie picture put me right off. So. <laughs> Back is the pie of the month, the worst pie that Hearts have ever done. Well, you say that, but see in the wheat field, it was still the kebab pie. Yeah, but you're about 20 years behind. <laughs> folk, folk over there have still got chains attached to their jeans. <laughs> yeah, me and the Wheatfield Sweaties will be after you. <laughs> oh, did yeah. I go? I'll just stay out in the daylight. You'll not get me. It's fine. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you'd hear us coming with the chains. Right? <laughs> um, I, do, do you think, Cameron, that Nielsen would have got Rangers to beat Aberdeen? If he was still here. <laughs> Maybe he did. Spite. Yeah. But I not not to jump to conclusions. Um, but Hammy, what does it mean Europe wise if we do finish fourth? What's the what's the script here? So for fourth place, and again, this is completely reliant on one off Rangers or Celtic winning the Scottish Cup. Yeah. Which You'd like to think so, but I also thought Rangers would be Aberdeen yesterday. Uh, given so. the way things are going, congratulations, <laughs> Paul <Cuck. laughs> Um But yeah, so if they win the cup, fourth place would get a Conference League third qualifying round. So that would mean uh, two games. Uh, yeah, two ties with four games home and away, obviously. So we'd have that yeah. qualifying round, then a playoff round just to get into the Conference League uh, group stages. Um, the dates for those, so the third qualifying round is the 10th and the 17th of August, so not quite as bad, but if we were to slip to fifth, um, which obviously there is a chance as well, it would be the second qualifying round, so that would be three ties, six games needed to qualify, uh, and our season would kick off on the 27th of July, if that was the case. So, technically... Is that six six game qualifier? No, basically a group stage. <laughs> <laughs> we just we need to, we need to make sure we win them. Now, I did see an interesting fact. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to find it again, but something like uh, four or teams left in the Conference League at this point are all went in at the qualifying rounds. So some Ooh. really big hitters. Um, 
they come in at that stage. <laughs> I mean, when you said that, there, I was thinking more like it would be a good thing for Hearts. Like, just look, <laughs> <laughs> just look how well they've done coming from the qualifying. Yeah. Did I just say four teams there? Because I'm pretty sure we're in the semi final stages. So, do you mean all four teams? So, no, 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 sorry. It's, I found <laughs> it. It says four of the last eight in the Conference League this season when we're in the third qualifying round. Good, good. It's probably easily explained that they've come from like a strong league, so they themselves are a strong team. They've just not finished high because it's a strong league. Because I know yeah, they all dropped down from the Europa League into the yeah, playoff. But after the group stages. Oh, and the qualifying rounds as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like for clarity, the Dundee United no getting beat 7 0 in that round. So, <laughs> but they won 1 0 in the first leg. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, they, the AZ Alkmaar put them out. Uh, who are now currently, I think they're in the semis. Uh, no, no, I, they, they, they won on penalties, so, yeah. <laughs> Big team. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm, I'm, I just want a few European jollies. Don't care. Don't care when. <laughs> Don't care how. Group stage of three rounds of qualifying all sounds good to me. Um. But yeah, well, with potentially only one big away day, um, here's the latest chat on who could be leading us there. Chris Wilder has now overtaken Stephen Naismith as the favourite to be the next Hearts manager. Forson Fink, however, has also entered the fray with a Barry Anderson exclusive, um, which basically means that Fink went directly to the papers <laughs> to say that he's applied for the job. <laughs> Trying to talk his way into the press and that. Um, what's your what's your feelings on it all now? Fuck it. Get get Nielsen in. <laughs> I mean Naismith. Naismith. Mm-hmm. Some somebody tell us about Forson thinking his background. Surely, he's our, like, one of our listeners don't know. He's a racist. We should point out that you've missed the, the massive opportunity there to go, what do you use think, boys? But I'll leave that there. Well, Cameron, I had another think puddle. <laughs> After someone told me what they thought about Force and Fink, I was going to say, well, I think it sounds a bit dodgy to me. <laughs> there we go. Daddy, tell me about Force and Fink. He's a racist, so maybe not him. I, I've, I've not been um, enamoured with his history and also his managerial record, so I could take or leave him. It's a weird one. Normally, you see a manager that's been sacked like back to back, but he's going to jumped about himself from club to club, which is a funny one. Um, Mate, you, your team's in the Scottish Premier League. There's managers that get sacked every week that will then be hired again. Aye, but like he's not actually been sacked <laughs> from quite a few of these jobs. He just leaves like really quickly after joining. <laughs> them. It's weird. Grasshoppers for 30 games, Vissel Kobe for 48, Riga 13, Alnazar 12. Before that, he did have a long stint at Austria Vienna. It was uh, 130 games. Vienna is a very nice place. So. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that's why he stuck about a bit longer there? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> did you say that he managed Vissel Kobe? Yes. We should thank Celtic for that then, because they invented Japan. <laughs> As um, the team he managed there was full of, he managed Iniesta and um, Davy Villa and all that. Nice. It was that team. 
Um, right, but we've got Shanklin, so <laughs> we've got Lauren Shanklin and Peter Harding. And uh, Paddy, famously, he managed Riga FC, who's a team you know accidentally yes. all about. <laughs> yeah, iconic moment where you went into probably the best research you've ever done for the podcast. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was for the wrong team, the wrong Riga. It was outstanding. Um, but Cameron, you know what I think about Force and Think? <laughs> well, let me hear it. <laughs> Sounds a bit weird to me, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of managers, I had no idea until during the week that Ian Caffrell's back in management. Um, Whoa. Why yeah. are you ruining the only positive podcast of the season with him? <laughs> you know what? I don't want cancelled, so I'm just going to say he manages the Saudi Arabian team. Oh, dear. <laughs> and they're actually above uh, Cristo Ronaldo's side in the Saudi Premier League. So he seems Good. to be doing a job. He's definitely doing a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. What was that, Cameron? How'd you grunt there? Nope, didn't say a word. I, mean, I said good for him, but I might right. be. Right. Um, in other news, I had noted down here that Graham Shinney's uh, red card appeal was rejected and misses four games, which should help hearts. <laughs> will it? Will it, though? Going <laughs> mm, well so far. Um, hearts, Celtic and Rangers B teams will be confirmed as Lowland League teams for next season. Uh, reading into a bit more, yeah, we effectively chucked in an under-18 side into that league this season with a bunch of players as young as 16, you know, against men. And all in all, it could have, could have been worse. Obviously, we'll never know. It'll be impossible to tell for years and years how good or bad this has been for these young players' development. But we're doing it. And it's happened. <laughs> it's happened. It's happened every year. That I thought it was just a permanent thing. Do they have to literally look at it every year and go, well, would like to come back? Aye, well, for the moment anyway, it had to get voted back in again, yeah. Um, but thankfully, none of the Colts teams won the league, so that would have been embarrassing. <clears throat> Spartans did, uh, just by a couple of points over both Celtic and Rangers. So good on the Spartans, the third biggest team in Edinburgh, behind FC Edinburgh <laughs> and the Hearts. Uh, speaking of the club as a proper, like, dad joke setup, every, every single person knew that was um, speaking of the Colts, Ur Bobby McLucky won the Rising Star Award at the uh, awards night last night, and we're all dead proud about that. Somebody would have run me through the rest of the awards and the winners. Aye, I think I could. Um, I wasn't there, sadly, but uh, the big one, obviously, Fans Player of the Year went to none other than Mr. Lawrence Shankland. I think that was a foregone conclusion considering the season we've had. Um, the Also, the Players' Player of the Year uh, also went to Lawrence Shankland. Again, I think that was a foregone conclusion. Um, Xander Clark's double save his hips got save of the season and considering he's only played half the season and another half was played by Craig Gordon. That's pretty good. Goal of the season, Stephen Humphreys v Dundee United. I think we can all remember that one from halfway line. And the only goal... game I missed so far this season. <laughs> <laughs> you missed goal of the season. So far. Um, I think there was a memorable moment 
for Lawrence Shankland as well for uh, getting the 20 goals in a season. Um, that, Am that I got, right in thinking it was against Hibs as well? It was against Hibs. It was, yeah. yes. Um, what a moment. They done the Robbo celebration. I can folk like, oh, it reminds me of Robbo. It is the actual celebration. Trey <laughs> 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 um, Gordon got a special recognition award um, for being the class. most most capped player for Scotland. Um, it was a record held by Stephen Presley's Hearts, but um, mm. he's, he's finally <laughs> <beat>. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, there was another, there was a Foundation Hearts award for Stephen Morris, you might remember. He was uh, on the pitch before the cup final. Oh, yeah. Uh, recently, has the MND and he's done a lot of charity work. So yeah. he, he was also rewarded with the Foundation Hearts award. And apparently, he gave a very stirring speech um, about his disease and everything. So that was, that was all of them, I think. No, no, there was one more. Fans, fans pie of the year, landslide <laughs> victory again for the. <laughs> Like a bad guy <laughs> and cruising in three years in a row, defending champ. <laughs> we'll all look to next season. Can anyone can anyone come in and usurp the, the beautiful Donna Kebab pie? No <laughs> chance. No chance. I don't think it can be topped. Like, can you think of anything else you'd rather put in a pie? That's Aye, gonna be Cora. I <laughs> like a, a full chicken curry. Aye, you couldn't have a fucking pakora pie. Imagine how dry that would be. I've, 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 I've definitely had a pakora pie. Aye, bald bakers. That's Not a sponsor. Kebab pie's got the the chili sauce in it, which makes the difference. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think they should also introduce a dessert menu where there's like an uh, just, just an <laughs> apple pie that I can have after my savoury pie. <laughs> <laughs> Send an email to the club. I will. <laughs> Apparently. I'll just go down and start, start, start marching a bit and writing stuff on the plaza. Like, oh, right, that's, that's how you get stuff done. We've seen this in recent weeks. <laughs> uh, get, the, get the white sheets out. Oh, you... cheesy, cheesy bean out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be telling me in a couple of weeks that there's a dessert stand in the wheat field. And just like the, the curry stand, I'll never actually find this. It was there, I'm telling you. <laughs> it was not. It was never in the wheat field. Um, good. That, well, that was... Um, what, what were we even talking about? <laughs> Awards. Pies. Awards and pies. <laughs> um, well, move, moving from one um, young gem and another from Bobby McLucky to James Wilson. He's said to be one of the brightest rising stars in Scottish football. And he's at hearts and he's leaving. He's on his, on his way down south this summer with um, Aston Villa, Leeds, Man United and others, all after his signature. <clears throat> and all I'll say is this, I can't blame him because he could be the next Messi and Nielsen still wouldn't... P- oh, wait. <laughs> well, anyway, <clears throat> we'll get £120,000 in compensation for his departure. So <laughs> along with that boy who left last year to go to Aston Villa? Was it last year or the year before? And we got a quarter of a mil. Have we Uh made more money for those two just leaving our academy than we have from like any transfer over the last like 10 years? Probably definitely. Apart from so, aye. Yeah. It's like dark web football. (laughs) (laughs) Literally selling kids for hundreds of thousands of pounds. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) They are. With their parents' permission, like. It's happening. (laughs) 
Um, well, one in, one out. Um, Paddy, some bloody transfer news. Lyle Cameron, uh, who's on fire for Dundee, is reportedly wanted by Hearts. But you've already wrote him off. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Do you want to tell us why, Paddy? This is the way he looks like Barry Robson. Yes. I've not wrote him off. I just said he didn't look 20. <laughs> well, you were also saying he was shite. I mean, his record's not great, but... <laughs> Nah, he's been phenomenal this season. So he's on fire at the moment. What Paddy does, listener, is he looks at Wikipedia and he'll see played 20 games and he scored only scored three. That's probably wrong. And he's probably been subbed on for the last five minutes in those 20 games. <laughs> so he's not even getting a start then. Just a young man. He's just just cutting, just cutting into the Scottish game. To be honest, I forgot he even looked. Yeah, looked at him. <laughs> I don't do research anymore. I just look at the wrong things. No research for these podcasts, just vibes. We all know <laughs> Well aware of your podcast strategy. Um, in all seriousness, when Aaron Hickey left Hearts, we felt at the time, oh, it's quite a good deal. We're getting them with that, with that sell-on clause. It was a fucking shocking piece of business now. Man City reportedly in for him for £30 million from Brentford. This summer, how much did we get in total for selling and the, the clause? Five magic beans. <laughs> <laughs> we got our name out there. Kid, I genuinely have never seen a figure that I believe or think is impressive. I'm I'm sure it was like about a million, maybe just under a million total. It was like one point five, but then Celtic got. <laughs> Yeah, because Celtic had to take a cut. And then our sell-on clause wasn't that good. No, no. I'm sure there was even rumours of it being a set fee rather than a percentage, but I don't know. Yeah. Hibs made a lot more from Doage or Doeg than we did from Hickey. (laughs) Doage. Doage. So are you getting a player's name wrong? Doage going. You're too European. Whatever his name is. (laughs) Christian Doage. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's not Christian Doig, it was Josh Doig, wasn't it? Doig. Oh, Doig. It is Doig, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, fucking hell. Someone's had an aneurysm in here, and it might be all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's only Monday. Um, well, that's Aaron Hickey. So, but again, at least it gets the, the heart's name out of there. Out there in the ether. Um. Hart's Twitter account lost its blue tick, which is quite tinpot, I must admit. It's good, though. It means they're not paying Elon Musk like the eight ninety nine a month to keep it. Whereas another team's blue tick <laughs> didn't disappear, so they must be paying the subscription fee. Yeah. You just get one up here, Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. Have you just got one up here, don't you? No, I'm, I'm getting one. I'm getting one. £8 bargain. <laughs> Um, Robert Snodgrass's statement felt oh. very footballer's wife's um, and then he liked a Celtic fan's comment saying that he was our best player for months It's it's great to make a statement about how you're not going to make a statement <laughs> <laughs> while making a statement yeah. and that said non-statement statement mm-hmm. What a load of fucking nonsense eh, to say it's basically saying that the truth will come out when I'm ready 
Like yeah, but can... the, more, the more nonsense thing, like I don't even care about the statement, was the liking of that fan's post who they were hinting at it being a, a religious thing. Fuck off. Oh, no. What an absolute load of nonsense. <laughs> like, seriously. I don't but... really care. <laughs> no. Don't right. for us anymore. Don't even no. remember I'm playing for us, so fuck him. <laughs> even if it does turn out that he was trying to do the, the right thing, like the, there's rumours that he wanted the squad to stay and train and he didn't feel it was right that Nielsen was away over that international break. Even if all that's true, you can still fuck off. <laughs> Just because you <laughs> oh, like a comment from a Celtic fan. Um, <clears throat> last week we spoke about the nine players with contracts expiring in the summer. Thought it was interesting on Twitter. There's loads of engagement on these polls. There was like 3,000 votes on these. Um, Josh Ginelli was massively in favour of New Deal rather than Bye Bye. Um, and this was before the game at the weekend there. I think um, I think every every Hearts fan wants to see Ginelli still at Hearts next season. Do you, do you think there's still a possibility here? Or do you think he's going to be away? I, uh, you've got to think he's going to see what his options are. But I'd love him to stay. Yeah, I think he's just uh, added on another couple hundred pound a week to his proposed contract if he does stay after that performance at the weekend. Now, this season, especially the second half of our season, he's probably been up there as one of our best players. So, <clears throat> I was thinking this at the weekend. I mean, I know Shanklin scored a bucket load of goals, but Janelli has been vital for us. Janelli's got 10 goals in all competitions. If we got that from a striker in like the last like two or three years, we'd be buzzing. <laughs> yeah. Last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that long ago Craig Halkett was our top goal scorer for a season? <laughs> you got like four. <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. Um, but yeah, 71% for New Deal for Janelli. Uh, James Hill, a whopping 94%. Bye bye. Um, Peter Haring, we've all, we've got that extend that option to extend his contract for another year. Um, this was at sixty five percent for bye bye, but I've got to say, Peter Haring to talk about it in isolation just now. Can't believe how fit and sharp he looked against Ross County. The thing is, he's not like he's not physically been injured. This was a concussion, so it's it is a bit different to like you know a guy coming yeah. back over a, a knee or a, a hamstring or something. It's it's a bit of a strange one. He's probably been you know, physically training the whole time. Just doesn't yeah. remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit shady. Um, but that's a good point. He's probably fresh as a daisy, really. He's probably been lying to the loads as well. <laughs> really well rested. Um, but if he keeps those performances up, then we'll, ha- we'll surely trigger his contract. Um, it was a bit terrifying. At one point, we did have Keel and Haring on the park at the same time. <laughs> it's just that Spider-Man gif when they're both just pointing at each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Gary Mackay, Stephen, uh, Stephen, ninety-five percent bye-bye. I know that'll upset you, Cameron. <laughs> Stephen Humphreys, I was quite surprised that fifty-five percent in favour for giving him a new deal. He, um, he didn't I think he's done all right. I wouldn't be against it, depending on what the money was like. I think there's a there's a player there. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
uh, last two. He'd be behind Boyce. See if he wants to do that next season, because we'll have him back. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that, Paddy? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fact. <laughs> How is Boyce still going to be at Hearts, though? I don't get this. Is this contract? Got another fucking two yeah. year. Yeah. Oh, I saw it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this has been a long season. <laughs> <laughs> um, last two. Uh, Ross Stewart, obviously, bye-bye. 75%, but because he's that sound. And um, Michael Smith... <laughs> Well, 25% of saying that, keep it. Right, please shite at football. That's 25% of people doing it for Scott Harmony. Michael Smith, uh, new dealer, time to say goodbye. 74% saying bye bye. Time to move on. Only 1% less than Ross Stewart. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> but I do think with the, the more we're linked with Nicky Devlin at Livingston, the more I think that is Michael Smith, CA Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Devlin's 30 as well. So it's not like we're bringing a young right back in. But we need some older heads in there. No, I totally agree. But you can't have two old folk in it at right back. <laughs> help, <laughs> help out. Yep. Oh. Both of them. He's 29, Paddy. Don't write a man off in his 20s. <laughs> I think help out, yeah. A lot of people have been complaining about the age of Nicky Devlin and also the fact just generally he plays for Livingston because they don't like Alan Forrest. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. If but he's coming in for free, he's going to be cheap. He, he oh, would... no, he's, he's going to be free, mate, if he comes in for free. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's going to be the best right, right, right back at our club. Because right. Pat's a striker, so... Well, who knows? I think next season, potentially our strongest um, our strongest players on the right flank would be Nicky Devlin with Cal Pat ahead of him. Or a bit older. Or a bit Boyce. Boyce drifting out wide. But yeah, could, could be happening. Um, and I, Craig Halka obviously came from Livingston as well. People need to remember that. Although we've really got to plan without Craig Halkett for next season, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's that. Um, speaking of right backs, Hammy Nathaniel Atkinson was very, very good at the weekend, wasn't he? I thought he was until he had to, to go off with an injury. I thought he played very, very well. He was getting up and down the wing. He looked, you know, <laughs> fairly solid defensively, albeit. He didn't end up having a whole lot to do uh, because of how toothless Ross County were. But um, I thought he looked dangerous. He was um, he was causing them real issues actually. Um, yeah, he played well. Hope that infuriates you, Cameron. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> I mean, I, I have no comment because I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they see it? Didn't they happen? I'll translate <laughs> that for you. <laughs> right, that's uh, that's all the Hearts news, I'd say. Um, just finally, before we talk about the Ross County game, in the past week, there's been uh, an article outlining the rapid decline of podcasts, which came out during the pandemic, just like this one. Something like a third of all podcasts started in the pandemic are now coming to an end. Well, guess what, listeners? We ain't leaving. <laughs> oh. 
scarf Fuck. above headshot. Um, unfortunately, <clears throat> we will be here next season for our fourth Broken Hearts season. Well, I, I should have probably checked who you first, but I'm assuming we will. I'll think about it in the off-season. I'd like to um, go through my career options <laughs> every summer. <laughs> One-year deals. I always associated you with fucking big Tory John Sewer. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to get a transfer out of the fourth official podcast? <laughs> <laughs> You're more than Malcolm, like. <laughs> they paid. <laughs> oh good um, well aye. football Simon we absolutely pumped Ross County of the weekend tell us about this one such a, a difficult game to sort of analyse isn't it it's kind of slammed out of nowhere against a very shite team so there's loads of unknowns about it but it was Xander Clark Nathaniel Atkinson starting because Smith's out. Sibic rolls Alex Cochran back in the squad. Loved having two fullbacks who can run. Um, Cammy Devlin and Harden in midfield with Mackay, Oda, Shanklin and Janelli as basically our front four in front of them. I thought it was really interesting that Cochran would play as a centre mid when we had the ball and we kind of play like a 3-2-4. No. A three-three-four, as like uh, as our formation, and within half an hour we were four not up, three not up. Right. Incredible. is basically Pip. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, it was great. It, I, what I was saying about the asterisks of these games is how shite are Ross County. I mean, I know to win six, one against anyone, you've got to play well, but. Do you think this is more of just like a confidence boost going into the fight for top six? Or do you think it actually gives you confidence and makes us think we can get third? I mean, I'm confident. I, th- I think I think Ross County were terrible, but at the same time, they had the best defensive record out with the old firm. And we managed to put six past them. Um Maybe it's also just the kick in the stones on Sunday that brought you right back down to earth, eh? Aye. And I, I do think bringing in back the likes of Cochrane were were vital. Aye. Who uh, also had a cracking game. Um, for the players that haven't been playing that very well, even Haring, bringing in Haring and not having a key or a grant in there, um, I felt he really steadied the midfield and let Devlin do a lot of the dirty work that he's, that he's good at. And even getting forward, Devlin was looked good getting forward. A great assist for one of the goals as well. Should have um, scored. Ah, there's a few players that should have scored. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it felt like almost every player on the park could have scored. <laughs> like genuinely, when you when you think about it. Even Kai Rose had amazing. And no, <laughs> actually thinking of it, I'm thinking of all the players that started, and absolutely every single one of them had a chance. I mean, we had <laughs> thirty fucking shots on goal. Hmm. That is crazy. No, no. Well, will we walk through through the goals because it'll take a while. <laughs> um, for the first goal, it was um. Well, to start the game, it was a wee not shaky, but it was quite an even contest. The first game, the five ten minutes until the goal, wasn't it? And you were kind of thinking, which way is this going to go here? Are we going to be able to break them down? Um, but for 1-0, it was a really nice overload. 
in the middle of the pack with Shanklin, Ginelli and Cochrane sprinting about. And it ended up being a Ginelli layoff, dummied by Shankland, and then finished by Cochrane. That's Funny. a great fit. Yeah, mm. great finish. If it was another game, it would be the goal of the game, but it probably doesn't even make my top five. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know what you mean. Um, and again, like you were talking about, um, Cochrane kind of going inverted and, and being in the middle of the pitch and rolls mazy runs. Like we, we genuinely did just keep the ball on the deck for, for the most part, and we just over, overloaded them. And there was just so much more movement compared to Nielsen's recent games, wasn't there? There was so much energy about it. It was incredible. I, like I, I said, Nielsen's last game was a 2 0 loss to St. Mirren at home. We had 16 shots on goal, two on target. Mm-hmm. And we were losing most of that second half to the United score like the 50th minute. Yeah, some of that. For the off, we just looked so much sharper going forward. Even from last week at Hibs, it just seemed like a completely different team. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, it was a huge lift. <clears throat> just after that first goal, it felt like the floodgates opened. There was one point where we were pretty much going scoring a goal for every 10 minutes of the match. <laughs> I was thinking, this, this is going to end up ninth. Aye. Um, I did think. You, did, you, did you think that there was a goal every 10 minutes and there would be nine? <laughs> Quick maths. <laughs> Quality. Very good, Jim. <laughs> um, for what, the same. Ken, it was just so uncalled for, eh? <laughs> right, back on mute. Fuck off, Cameron. Um, for the second goal. Massive question marks for Ross County on this one. Devlin just uh, is a good through ball, but like, where does the whole Ross County team? <laughs> I, he won the ball and just passed it one pass, and Janelli's away. Hmm. Um, it seemed miles onside at the time, so I was very concerned, very curious as to why it was getting checked back. So, obviously, seeing it back, it was a lot tighter than I thought it was. Maybe these linos have a hard job. I mean, they didn't deserve some of the abuse that they get. You shut your mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that to come off mute. <laughs> the biggest lino hater in Scotland, Cameron. Um, right, after the VAR check, I liked that Ginelli still ran down to Section G to celebrate properly. <laughs> yeah, good. Because a lot of footballers don't bother. Reminded me of when Morelos done the exact same thing. <laughs> um, a lot has been said about Ginelli's celebrations because he always just looks so serious he never smiles does he he's, yeah, just, he's, he's just, never looked happy is he he's just trying to be cool it's yeah. all about image just trying to fucking play cool I do this every day <laughs> aye exactly the strong and moody type aye <laughs> but I thought that finish was fucking unbelievable cutting back onto his Put her foot. It couldn't even get further in the corner. Right, it was a lovely finish. Um, Sorry to interrupt. I was on mute there trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> no like you. <laughs> there was a photo taken of Josh Janelli last night and he was smiling. So he can smile. It does happen. Oh. Well, I hope Joe Savage struck while the iron's hot got him to sign a contract last night <laughs> <laughs> well, in a good got him steaming <laughs> go and just sign for this mate go and just sign here and by that was uh, just 2-0 <clears throat> 3-0 
Um, layback from Barry McKay to Cochran. Cochran with the assist. Really nice ball into the box. <clears throat> Quite a tricky header, Simon. Shankland at the back post. Aye, it, like the keeper just had no chance, but it looked like it didn't have enough power to get in. It was almost like a wee dink to the back post for his head. It was great. Aye. <clears throat> uh, for 4 0, the Shankland penalty. The foul in the build up was a weird one. It was almost like a deliberate trip in the playground. <laughs> I thought the way he kind of shoots his leg out just as he's running past him. Aye, the uh, Shanklin could have got out of the way, but why the fuck would he? Exactly. Like if you're going to give that, then striker's going to take it. Yeah, exactly. It was a, a weird one. Um, that defender for Ross County is only 16 years old. It was like, not his first start, but one of his first starts. I and, remember him. He looks fucking massive in my head. You might be thinking if the other centre back, but the well, maybe it was the other boy that fouled Shankland, and they were both kind of there at the same time. And by a 16 year old, thrown right under the bus by Malcolm <laughs> McKay, another <laughs> racist manager. Aye, big arse. And yep, yeah, nice penalty. Uh, half time, 4 0 up, 66% possession, 16 shots, five on target. Absolutely smashing the life out of Ross County, basically. Um, <clears throat> into the second half, it's getting boring talking about all these goals. Um, <laughs> another another fantastic goal this time from Janelli. Just uh, just simply took it from a throw-in from Cochrane. Does Cochrane get another assist for that? Sure, he'll he'll claim for it. <laughs> I, I think he did get it. Yeah. Uh, he just uh, Janelli just turns and and hits it. A great strike from... I feel like you very rarely see a goal from outside the box at Tincastle. <laughs> I feel like I've barely got any in my memory from this season. Humphreys. <laughs> <laughs> right. That wasn't even in, even in the half. Um, yeah, but other than that one. So, by a beautiful finish from Ginelli. Uh, 6-0. Oda. We'll talk about Oda a bit more here as well. Uh, Oda done all the running... He just took about 10,000 touches in the box before Shanklin then just um, just finished it. Really nice wee chip into the back of the net. A huge shout out to the Ross County defender. Could not tell you his name for trying to header it whilst on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love, lovely John. chip. Mm-hmm. Very Phil Jones moment. In the Aye. Box. Aye. Uh, but a fucking brilliant finish as well. He just sort of dinks it over everyone to the back post. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, and what about Oda then? Um, it was just so such a nice watch, isn't it? Proper football. It's mad having like two two players on the wings actually contributing. Yeah, I think that's where Naismith really got it right. Having Oda, Mackay, Atkinson, and Cochrane, it just gave us so much more impetus and energy and athleticism down the wings mm-hmm. I felt like he skinned someone about 20 times in the match yeah his dribbling's fantastic he's quick like it's hopefully his finishing and that gets a bit better he's aware of everything that's going around him he seems to make the right decision his passing was sharp his touch was sharp mm-hmm. begs to like why is he not been getting more time well, that, that's the question from everyone. Eh? What, why is Nielsen? How's this guy got so much ability and he's not played until now? He was injured. Ah, uh, he's been back for ages. I think it's <laughs> because he's an attacking player. 
he was injured for a good chunk, but um, look, he's put all in. Wait, is this you trying to defend Robbie Nielsen? I've I've nothing to contribute to the game because I didn't see it, so I thought I'd check in. Now I'm going away again. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, older, very good. And he's got five games to kind of showcase himself for being a regular starter for this next season, I guess. eh? I always said give him till next season is when I'd make a a firm decision on Oda with the sort of transition that he's had to go through. But maybe he's ahead of schedule. Maybe he's looking good already. Right. Let's not absolutely slate him if he's not great in it whenever we're <laughs> maybe, maybe keep Aye. it as a note to yourself. Then <laughs> we're away to Celtic in the fortnight. I've, I've very much been a fan of Natty Atkins since, since he came to the club. Oh, the thing is, we've seen him for about two years. <laughs> um, well, that was, uh, what was that? 6 0. Um, six one, the the penalty incident. Um, Cochrane was a really silly fill in the box. There was absolutely no need for him to go lunging in there. It was definitely a penalty. Aye, um, take him out before he gets to the box. Yeah, I think he, I think he was trying desperately to do that. <laughs> he had the corner flag, but he couldn't get near him. And then he was getting fouled as well. Should there really been a free kick against Ross County? <laughs> it should. It should. Watch it back. This um, is a conspiracy. SFA. <laughs> um, and Xander Clark apparently called Cochrane a wee fanny at the awards night because it meant he never got his clean sheet. <laughs> Quite right. Aye. Um, so yeah, lovely, lovely liquid Naismith football. I'm all here. I'm here for it. I think if we go on to win our next five games. In that convincing fashion, Naismith's got to get the job. Simple as that. Will we win the next five games? I'm not <laughs> going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> There's only one man in this league that could win the next five games. That is Neanj Postacoglu. His name is Barry. Barry Robson. <laughs> <laughs> Has he been made permanent at Aberdeen yet? Surely. There's talk no. of it. We should but... interview him. Hatch. <laughs> um, Hammy, we were talking at the pub. Not sure if you would remember this. We were talking at the pub after the game, uh, talking about that could have been our best performance since pre-COVID, genuinely, other than maybe the Zurich first half. In terms of liquid football, I did. I was. I was thinking about this yesterday. Actually, about our conversation. I did remember it, and uh, I was trying to think back. And I, I think, yeah, there was a, there's maybe a couple of games where that would stick out. But I, I would say that was the most complete ninety minutes I've seen Hearts play for probably pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. They say the the Zurich first half we were. I thought, well, we run a great season this season. Yeah. <laughs> Look how that turns out. But. Uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, there was and even things like when we played Celtic in the cup during COVID, I, I did think we performed again, it was like the second half we really turned up and, and, the, oh, and even, came on. Aye. But so I, yeah, I would change that to the most complete probably the best 90 minutes I've seen Hearts play for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. I lost Seems count good. the amount of times we hit the bar or were just wide, like so many times. Right. Yeah. Like they're not see even like the extended highlights you can watch that are about ten minutes long. 
Even Aye. they're missing some of the times they had the band. <laughs> yeah, they're also missing like the older chance where he played it back to Janelle and it was just behind them and oh, there's yeah. loads of wee moments. Aye. We genuinely could have been double figures. Crazy. Um, I probably have to go back to like one of the Daniel Stendhal nights at Tyne Castle where it clicked. <laughs> 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 For such liquid football. He's laughing. We beat Rangers twice. Uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> it's been a while very very good football at the weekend there um, Kaul still not getting a game is, I think at this stage you've just got to say it shows you just how far off the pace he is no, I don't think it's a reflection on his ability I think it's a reflection of the club he misses opportunity through whatever and I think now the club are just like well we now just have to concentrate on the players that are here mm-hmm I I love how much it pisses off the Newcastle fans. <laughs> Absolutely love it. The fact that there's people that support this big club in England and they're looking at hearts getting frustrated with us. I'm absolutely here for that. You know, <laughs> yeah. He's he signed to two clubs, I guess, in the way it works at the moment. And they won. I mean, they scored 12 goals between them and they didn't get any minutes this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for your development, eh, son? Um, I get it right up them. Um, Simon, Lauren Shankland has now scored 21 league goals 25 in all competitions. Um, Hearts Heritage, by the way, said on Twitter that he's the 39th player to score more than 20 league goals in a season for the Hearts, and the first to do it since John Robertson in the 87-88 season. Um, but Simon, those 21 league goals means it is 40 bucking pounds coming my way. I would pay 40 quid every single season if that guaranteed me a player for Hearts got 21 league goals. <laughs> I'll speak to you in the summer again. <laughs> Do some business. Now, Jarvie, what did that guy say since 1986? 87-88 season, John Robertson. Oh, okay. So, 25 years. Aye. That's a lot of money, Jarvie. <laughs> if we made that £40 bet every year, <laughs> <laughs> you'd owe me a grand. <laughs> Um, that would be quite disappointing if we followed you a grand and we didn't have another striker for 25 years. Listen, I'm just, I'm just covering all bases. I'm going to be happy either way. Did you I'm say the 39th striker to do so? 39th, yes. I don't know about striker, but the 39th player, yeah. That's some barren spell we've had. 39's quite oh, a you've, you've got to remember that you've got guys like Barney Bowles who used to score 300 a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. forgot about Barney. <laughs> And Jamie Walker's granddad, Bobby. <laughs> um, bye. You, you've got you've got my details, Simon. You, you're gonna do it now or at the end of the season? Do you need the money now? I don't need the money. I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Right, we'll just stay it all in like a ceremony at the end of the year. Aye, aye. That's quite like that. Thank aye. you. Aye. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Jumbles kickback must be buzzing after that weekend. Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. Well, last week we had a Naismith out thread. This week we have a Naismith in thread. So I thought I'd read through what we have here. Starts off, we won't win 6-1 every week, 
But if the application effort and style is like that, then it's Nacy's job to lose. I would give it to him. The first post after it says, why don't we just wait and see how the season pans out first? I'm not that convinced. <laughs> Next, uh, no matter what happens for me, it's a no. Um, another one says, if Naismith gets us to third, he's 100% certain getting the job. It saves the board from going through all the hassle of interviewing a new coach. They want to take the easy option anyway. I, I, I mean, all right. Um, another one says, um, similar style of play and 3-0 wins in all the games after the split. Otherwise, get the fuck back to the B team and get Wilder in. Uh, um, somebody says, let's not get too carried away. Eh? We were brilliant yesterday, but let's be honest, County were rotten. It was probably our best performance of the season and their worst. Yes, it was our best play, uh, performance of the season. Um, somebody says, if we maintain the quality of performance, Naismith has to be a big contender. Don't let anyone play that off. It's just the game against the bottom side. That was the most exciting performance from a Hearts team in years. I would agree with that. Another one says, a further two weeks to get his ideas drilled in with a friendly on Friday to further test what he wants. Four weeks of full-time training is more than enough time for ideas to be taken on board. And I look forward to an unbeaten end of the season. Um, somebody <laughs> says... <laughs> why it's almost like they're going, if we didn't be unbeaten, I'm going to be fuming on here. <laughs> exactly. Um, why will he deserve the gig, somebody says? Because a band of shitty players who down tools decide to start playing again, not for me. <laughs> somebody else, a more balanced approach says, not my first choice, but if he gets third and good results against the rest of the top six, then he gives the board a real decision to make. Would we be letting a good up-and-coming manager go? It would be hard to not logically give him the job. However, if he doesn't get third and we go back to the sort of football from Nielsen's last 10 games, then it's a definite no from me. So, bit of a mixed bag. Um, but essentially, what they're saying is, if he gets third, he's getting the job. What What if we don't get third, but the shitey football doesn't come back? And it's just, well, we don't get third because of the shitey football before. Sorry, that, I'm just trying to think logically here about that, some of those quotes. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's black and white, Paddy, right? We're either getting third and he gets the job, or he doesn't get third, he doesn't get the job. That's it. Um, yeah, it was a, a bit of a mix. But again, I, I agree with some of the points. I think it was a very good... We played very, very well, but we do need to remember that... It, as Ross County is the bottom of the league, albeit when I was thinking about yeah. this, we historically, Hearts, the last couple of seasons, have not performed very well against bottom of the league teams. We tend to give up a lot of points against the bottom of the league. So, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give them all the praise in the world. Mm. Um, yeah. I'd, uh, I'm still not on board with giving him the manager's see, job. See, if you were to take it, like he wasn't already at Hearts, right? As part of the club. And we decided we were just going to get a guy for the Lowland League to come in and be our manager next season. He'd be going absolutely apeshit. <laughs> See, when you put it like that. <laughs> a guy who took a team to, what, like, 13th? Aye. <laughs> Ross County 6-1, though, mate. Not true. Give him it. Three-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, there's that much in the background. You've just got to take it one game at a time then, anyway. Just right, see what us next. Not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just uh, let's yeah. say that we, we top six 
we didn't usually do very well in anyway. Um, so it could be a pretty rough couple of weeks coming up. We don't do well against the top six. We don't do well against the bottom six. <laughs> How are we still in this league? In fairness, he'll still be undefeated this week. <laughs> hey, we've got a friendly on Friday. Closed doors. Oh, so we do, aye. <laughs> Listen, first might only be 44 points away. Right. <laughs> and seconds... 31 points away, okay? But third's only five. Exactly. What did they say, Simon? Reach for the stars and touch the moon. <laughs> reach, reach for the stars and you might land on the moon. Yeah. Gavin just glances and blow, touches it and falls back. <laughs> You're not going to stay up there, are you? Wait, you didn't fall from space, you fucking idiots. It's not like if you bounce, like if you fucking touch the moon, you'll just come back. Exactly. That's a, a, a great point. Now. <laughs> You'd burn up in the atmosphere. You'd be travelling so fast. Anyway. <laughs> um, taking a serious look at the at the league after the weekend. Aberdeen beat Rangers 2-0. And they are now, um, what was it, six points out of us? Five. Five. Five points out of us, sorry. So we're going we're gonna to have to beat Aberdeen, obviously. And that's going to be at Tynecastle. At least we, we're going to know that. We just don't know when yet. Um, and we're going to have to hope that Aberdeen slip up against Hibs or St Mirren while we beat them both. Yeah, it's going yeah. to come back to that. Uh, we need to get like the nine points from the, the sort of games that we probably should win. I feel yeah. like if we can get nine points and maybe if we just absolutely fluke out victory in Glasgow... <laughs> Uh, I think we can get third. I think nine points, but we do need Aberdeen to slip up. Mm-hmm. So even if they draw, if we beat Aberdeen and they draw one, where does that leave us points-wise? We'll be above them on goal difference. Yeah, so it'll be a tie on points, and but we've got a good... Oh, our goal difference is so much better than theirs is. They're still on minus. We're plus seven, I think. Yeah, we've got a seven goal swing on Aberdeen. So that, that could happen. You could see Aberdeen draw in a away to St Mirren, say. Um, I, but think, yeah, but... I think there's still an element that the old firm, both of them, have very little to play for at this point. Other uh, than, like, points scoring records probably for Celtic. Yeah. Listen, have you not heard they never stop? That fairy tale is happening in the east end of Glasgow again. Mm-hmm. Right, Motherwell parked a Parked the bus a beauty. So at the weekend, last week, old firm fans were complaining about the lack of um, competitive football in the league. Wow. And then at the weekend, <laughs> yeah, they got one point out of a possible six. <laughs> then they, they were going, Celtic fans were moaning like mad because Motherwell parked the bus. What do you expect a football team to do successfully coming through to Celtic Park? Motherwell are, are like, Motherwell's highest earner is probably on like fifteen hundred a week or something like that, compared to what they've got. Yeah, but the money doesn't matter. It's all about ambition and attitude, eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's why they win the Champions League every year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're fucking hate them. I seen um, something put up yesterday as well. It was somebody predicting what the fixtures would be, and it was only giving Hearts two home games. Is that a possibility? Anything's a possibility. 
and like I said in the last week's, they try and make it as fair as possible. And again, we can all agree that the SPFL are a fair organisation. So. Mm-hmm. All they're doing right now is trying to work out how best to not cause themselves trouble with the old firm game and where they put it. That's all <laughs> they don't want yeah. to say, like winning that trophy at Ibrox. No. Yeah. Exactly. So last mm-hmm. game of the season then for the old firm game. That makes more sense because Celtic are like fucking... Yeah, but then Sky will, will chip in and they'll want it on a specific date and fucking mm-hmm. everybody oh, knows yeah. other than Sky. And... Right. Celtic will win the league against us at Celtic Park for the last day of the season. <laughs> Somehow. In, in terms of trophy presentations. Like oh, we'll, be... we'll have to do a guard on or eh, at Celtic Park. Oh. Be... I'd refuse. I'd be like, I use a one, but like, no, but I don't love it. <laughs> buzzing you have one. I'm not going to clap you on at the field. No, we never do. Um, they did so it I... for us, didn't they? That was that was bizarre. Oh yeah, for the championship uh... trophy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, remember Stephen Naismith's sarcastic trophy lift? Aye, study books. Um, but aye, that's um, it's tight at the top, and as if you can't tell us now, we're recording this on a Monday night. And the fixtures aren't out yet. I think apparently it's all it's all agreed with the like the SFA's agreed what the fixture should be. That's now sitting with Sky to basically counter with what they want for TV purposes. So, so somebody at Sky just goes, I what actually we don't really want any of them. Can you just not <laughs> can you just make sure Rangers or Celtic are playing away at 12 o'clock on a Sunday, please? Right, well, no, fuck off. That's what's going to come down to scheduling Aye. to make sure like Celtic and Rangers aren't playing at the same time as fucking like volleyball or netball on the Sky Sports. <laughs> <Twitter or something. laughs> it all comes down to that. Because like if it was just up to Scottish football, you would have like Hearts Aberdeen as the last on the last day of the season because that's going to be a big game for third. But that won't even be in consideration. It'll all be about Celtic and Rangers. When can Celtic win the league? I think they can win it next weekend. If Rangers draw or something, I don't know. I am pretty sure they're like uh, 13 points ahead. Aye, so it's, it's there a bit snow. But yeah, it'll all come down to them. Anyway, um, sorry, we can't look ahead at who we're playing next time, but we will go to Cameron for buy or sell and look back at the St Mirren game. Uh, sorry, the Ross County game. I'm never ever looking back at that St Mirren game. Which <laughs> <laughs> one? <laughs> All of them, ever. Right. So, put it this way: if you were quite positive, you did quite well. If you were really negative, you were the worst of the lot, weren't we, Paddy? With one point. <laughs> so, um, Hearts to win. Eventually, came in. It had to come in at some point. Um, Hearts finished the weekend two points behind Aberdeen. Well, thanks very much, Rangers. Um, Cochrane to start and both teams to score. So three out of four came in. Where that left us with, as I said, Paddy with one, Simon and Hammy with two, and everyone else with three. So our running totals, I don't know if I've been through this in a while, so um, bringing up the rear, but kind of closing a wee bit, is Jarvie on 54. Just below 50% on the old nil scores. Paddy on 57 Hammy on 59, myself on 62, 
Instagram on 64. And Simon, you're just two points off Twitter uh, at 68 and they're on 70. I was one off last week. I was closing the gap, but all Twitter, to play for. Twitter are like Celtic, relentless. They never stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, I don't have one for this week because we didn't have a game. So, what about the friendly? Oh, uh, day one for off. St Johnston. No, who fucking cares? Just cool name, to get minutes. Just, please, no one get injured. Cool to get minutes. <laughs> Shankland for the season. <laughs> against, a friendly against fucking St. Johnston. All right, there's your bonus. Cool to get minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Is, is that any minutes between now and the end of the season? No, and the friendly, you oh, fucking friendly. Oh, sorry. Fucking listen, you. <laughs> I wasn't listening at all, to be honest. You don't say. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, good. Right, we will, we've made it. Um, that's all we've got time for today. Uh, unfortunately, we can't look ahead to anyone on by ourselves, but you can still play along with the, the cowl bit. You can too, Paddy, if you're still listening. <laughs> by following us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. Um, we're going to come back and do a podcast next week and look ahead at whoever we're playing and summarise the past week um, and go through our season injury, season ending injuries from the St. Johnson game. So, aye, that'll be fun. Uh, so, aye, until next time. Come on the hearts, we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>